means it is mock draft time. We're going to go through another format, get into it, and see where we land for the non-playoff teams coming at you right now on Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Locked On NFL Draft. I'm your host, former NFL and NFL defensive back, and I want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. As always, I'm joined by my guy, Ryan Tracy. It's Mark Draft Monday, man. It's Mark Draft Monday. Mm-hmm. So we're getting into it. Disclaimer, we are recording this episode uh, as of right now. It's Saturday. So this is a little bit before, you know, maybe some changes happen in the NFL. But right now we're going to go about it, doing a mock, and see kind of what changes have been made with maybe some of the new information that's out. And we're also going a little deeper this time. So this episode will be the first uh, 10 picks. And then tomorrow we're going to get into some more picks uh, to finish out the non-playoff teams heading into this weekend's latest game. But how you doing, Ryan? How you doing today, man? I'm doing well. I'm trying to keep up with all the changes. You know, it seems like uh, most of the NFL isn't playing until Monday or Tuesday or Lord knows when it's going to happen. So we figured we'd just knock this out today. And if you guys do want to follow along, you can jump onto the YouTube channel. We're going to walk you through and display everything that we're doing as well. And we're going to change formats as as often as we can. We're going to do back-to-back again this week. Then we'll start flipping it around, see what we can do. Maybe I'll just do all the uh, NFC Norths next time. I don't know. All right, man. So let's get we're going to jump straight into it now and we're going to put it up on the screen. So if you are following along on on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see all this stuff. All right. So it's up now. And with the first pick in the draft, Detroit Lions, they are on the clock. I'm picking odd this time. Last week, uh, Ryan did. But I'll pick uh, for Detroit Lions. I think we're staying with the same pick, man. I'm going Aiden Hutchinson Uh out of Michigan. You know, he's just. I think he's just too dominant in too many facets. And again, I mean, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. It really reminds me a lot of, you know, Nick Bosa coming out with Josh Allen, where you have like the technician, the well-rounded guy, as opposed to the, you know, super freak coming off of the edge. But I think Detroit, man, when you look at Aiden Hutchinson, how he plays, everything he exemplifies, I think he is a Detroit Lions type player. So I'm definitely going with Aiden Hutchinson with pick number one. That makes sense. And folks, we are at the mercy of what uh, these engines are doing in terms of the pick order. So I know there'll be a couple of discrepancies. Don't get hung up on who's picking where right now, but let's talk about team needs and things as we go through. And so for this one, that puts the Houston Texans on the the clock here at number two. And I'm not going to do what I did last time. I think I went a little hog wild with uh, elevating the draft class way up there. You know, it's pretty straightforward. Everybody can use edge. Everybody can use corner. I don't really see anything that shies away from that except for the quarterback thing. So I won't go quarterback like I did last week. And I think I'm going to jump in. I'm going to try to keep it a little close to home. I don't want to go out to the West Coast if I'm in the front office in Houston. I want to try to shore up the back end. And I'm going to try to get everything that I can back there and set it up so that I can give the defensive coordinator a little bit more to work with in terms of more exotic coverage and that kind of thing. So I'm going to take the top quarter on the board. That's Derek Stingley Jr. We will mm. see about the medicals and everything in the draft process. But for right now, that's where he's at. And I think this could be a good fit. Not far from home in Houston. 
I like it. I like it. You know, we're talking about a guy who is coming into this class, one of the best cornerback prospects, especially as a freshman. I mean, dude was terrific, hit the ground running, did a really good job. So not mad at Stingley being the pick at all, you know. Now, when it looks at the number three overall pick, and you got Jacksonville on the clock. Last time I had them taking Evan Neal, but this time I actually Mm -hmm. watched Evan Neal, and I'm like – I'm not quite sure. I think his size is going to be super intriguing to a lot of NFL teams, but I'm not so sure that he is that top guy that I believe he is. All right, so this time I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm still going the same position, offensive tackle, but I'm going with Aikim Ikuonu out of North Carolina State. So different direction with the offensive lineman, but still I want to protect my franchise quarterback in uh, Trevor Lawrence. That makes a ton of sense. And folks, if you missed that discussion, you can go back to last week when we went over the tackles and, and Eric had some takeaways from his first look at film. I think you guys want to hear that stuff. So that brings us to the New York Jets. This is first of, of a pair of picks here, like four picks in a row. They're going to be in the New York teams and the Jets are on the clock first. That is kind of um, leaving me at a point where, hey. That gives me what most people consider to be the top tackle on the board in Evan Neal as a possibility. We all saw what happened to Wilson when he came back onto the field, so it makes a lot of sense to be a little bit concerned about him. So with a slam dunk and the Jets saying, we have to take care of our guy too, I think we're going to go Evan Neal for the New York Jets this time. Mm, Okay. Okay. I see. You know, and the crazy thing is you have a Kayvon Thibodeau who's kind of sliding down, and you look at the New York Giants – and who's next on the clock with picks five and six. And again, this is another team who needs a lot of help on the offensive line. But I don't know if there's a guy I'm taking necessarily this high on the line. So I'm going to take the best player available, which happens to be the supreme athlete, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. I I think this is a no-brainer for the Giants. If he's sitting there at pick five, I think they are super happy about that. I think someone who's going to hit the ground running in the NFL and be highly productive right away. It certainly makes sense to me. And it checks off something that they need certainly takes care of it. Would they go bookend? Would they come having back-to-back picks right here at five and six? I think you have to take Carl Loftus out of the equation. Do they want to stay on the defense? That's that'd be my first question. I would think you want to help Jones, but at this point, is there anybody worth taking this high? I think this is a prime spot for them to trade out of, to tell you the truth. But if not, I think they stay there. I think they try to give Thibodeau somebody that can take some of the attention away from him. Um, That's one of the options. I think the other one is to give him somebody at the back that can kind of light things up back there. I I think for me, I would probably go Hamilton. I don't think that's the way they end up going. And I'm going to give them somebody else that can move around the defensive front and DeMarvin Leal, I think, is a guy that compliments Thibodeau, can go out to the edge if he needs to, can rush inside and beat gaps. I think that will help out as well. All right. Nice, nice, nice. Who and who, who was that that you just took? DeMarvin Leal. Okay. Texas A&M. All right. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like yeah? it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. So, I thought that you might. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to continue this, and we're going to get into some the next six picks, all right, right when we get back from this break. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of 5G phone and you get to listen to all the latest episodes of you know, every podcast that you'd like to listen to, including the Locked On NFL Draft. You get the power of three unlimited deadlines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And 
the power of the America's largest 5G networks. So you can do all of this with the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all the knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful can you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G phone when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and only one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and covers not available everywhere for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for more details. All right, y'all, we are back. And now we have the New York Jets back on the clock. And we said it, man. They're going to have four straight picks with the New York teams. This time it's the Jets. And you talked about Kyle Hamilton and not taking him. I just think he's too big of a a prospect to not have come off around this era. Now, again, I said this before with uh, the quarterback, uh, not the safety it was Derwin James. Yeah, Derwin James. Yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick. And I remember thinking, like, there's no way these guys slide. Next thing you know, Derwin, uh, Minka, he slides outside the top 10. Derwin goes, like, pick 17 or 18 around there in that range. So I could see a scenario where maybe Kyle Hamilton ends up sliding because, you know, draft, Twitter, evaluators, guys like myself and you, Ryan, maybe elevate him a little bit more. Maybe the NFL doesn't see it that way. But I think in this scenario, man, I, I, I'm definitely going to take him right here. At pick seven, you look at who the Jets have, you know, Marcus May, and we'll see what happens with him next year. But aside from that, I think most people expect the Jets to maybe go cornerback. They got they got Hall playing well right now. They drafted uh, Michael Carter and another rookie uh, as well. I think they have some, you know, some capital put into young corners and potentially want to see those guys develop. So right here, you know, we'll see what happens with May, but I'm definitely going with Kyle Hamilton, who I think would definitely help that back end of that defense, a defense that can struggle at times. It never hurts to make a strength stronger as well. You know, when it comes down to it, if you don't have a better option, that makes sense. That's unfortunately the problem with what's going on in Carolina at eight. They've tried a number of things. They've now removed their offensive coordinator that they were super high on. They, they traded for Sam Darnold, who has not come along in that system. I, I was probably a little more optimistic about Darnold last season than I was when he was first drafted. Haven't seen that materialize. And at this point, I think he needs some kind of consistency. I don't know that he'll even be there. So I think they may be looking to replace him. And this may be the first spot where a quarterback comes off the board. And if it does, what does Matt Rule want? Does he want a pocket guy? Does he want somebody that can be a dual threat? I think that's really what the question comes down to. And for them, I think the whole bringing back Cam tells them they want somebody athletic. So I'm going to roll with Matt Corral for them. And give them somebody that can do a little bit of everything. Nice. And to see him the first guy off the board, because, again, last time uh, we did this, he wasn't the first guy. It was Kenny Pickett. And, right. you know, now you have Pickett, who's available at pick nine, right there for the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm having them take him. And I believe last last time we did this, you had the Falcons take uh, Corral. Corral. Yep. This time they're kind of flipping spots here. You know, I just think you talked about athleticism and we saw the big run from Kenny Pickett and what he did out there in the open field, <laughs> even though they've kind of outlawed the, the fake slide now. But just the ability and what he could do, we'll see what happens with Matt Ryan. Do they continue to go with Matt Ryan, but maybe draft a younger guy and eventually start to build around him while letting him sit with a quarterback like Matt Ryan there? I think that's the scenario that I would go with if I were them. So Atlanta Falcons right now, they definitely need help in a bunch of different places, but you want to show up that quarterback spot and having a 
you know, more experienced quarterback like Kenny Pickett come in and be able to sit behind Matt Ryan. I really like that situation for him. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense as well. And it sets the, the Philadelphia Eagles to be in a good spot here. They need to add to their defense. There's some age going on over there. There's a couple of breakdowns. This is a nice spot for them to be in. They have arguably one of the top three corners on here uh, in Booth right now. I know he's ranked pretty high. You have the the immeasurable, I'm going to call him, Jordan Davis from Georgia. And you have like the phenom edge athletic type guy. And it comes down to what's the best value. And so I think right now I have to take Jordan Davis out of it right at this second. They're mm. losing a, an edge rusher. I think they need help at the corner. So those are about even. And of the two prospects, there's a lot of experience at the cornerback position with Booth. And there's a lot of question and upside with the job. So I think in the end, they go with what they expect in the experience. And I think Booth is now a Philadelphia Eagle. Okay. And that kind of throws off what I was going to do because I was actually <laughs> going to take a corner with the next pick. Philadelphia Eagle is right. They're right back on the clock. Now you look at this situation and you're looking at the quarterbacks and you're like, man, how much, how much do they like their quarterback Jalen Hurts? And they have Minshew Ooh. come in and Minshew end up doing well. All right. Now, Maybe they ride with Hurts for another season so they don't reach for a quarterback, especially with Corral and Pickett off the clock. And do you want to go with, uh, you know, Malik Willis? I don't think they go that route, all right? So I'm actually going to go and build up that defensive line. And I'm going to go with the with the edge out of Michigan, David Ajobu. And kind of, again, we talked about it last time. They got this injury to Graham, who is older, this is an injury that really hurts guys in the sense of what they are when they come back from it. You know, he's been out since week two and he ain't coming back this year. I think this is the perfect opportunity for them to get that edge alongside of sweat. So I'm going with the Jobu right here, a job uh, from Michigan as an edge rusher. Now they got their book like ends. Yeah. And that really sets them up well. And, and if this is the way that it falls and Minnesota Vikings are on the clock here at 12, I think they're pretty much running up to the podium here because they want to get a power edge. They want to get somebody that can anchor out there. And I'm pretty excited for what we're going to see out of George Karloftis. I don't know that I would have taken him in the top 10. So this rings about true to where I have it stacked currently. And I think for them that they're looking like this is an upside guy that can help us move on. There's going to be a lot of change. I think the question will be whether Zimmer's still in charge in that organization or not. We'll find that out later. But for now, we're going that he is. They're going to take George Karloftis and add to that defensive front. I like that. And we're going to see who do we have coming up. We have picks uh, 13 through 18 coming up. You got the Saints, the Raiders, Steelers, Broncos, Bengals, and Browns to get to. And we will get to them as soon as we get back from this break. This holiday season, grab you a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. Bill Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness with rich and really good flavors covered in 100% real chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And high in the right things, protein, so you get the best of both worlds, deliciousness and healthy. And they have so many flavors to choose from. You have a hard time choosing which one that you like the best. You know, will it be the raspberry or mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. So many good flavors to choose from. You know, you'll need one of these as you guys are busting down mall's doors. Right now it's the holiday season. Everybody's going shopping. Don't go shopping on an empty stomach and, you know, be tempted to go get some pizza or pretzels. Do right by yourself by reaching in your pocket or your purse. And getting you a built bar. 
You want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Bilt Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. You know, let it melt for a little bit and then give your beverage a bit of that Bilt Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Bilt Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a you know, couple of napkins on hand. Right now, if you want this amazing offer, go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use LOCK15 for 15% off of your order. And also, Line has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as the football season continues to march on to the playoffs. Line remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head over right now to the new updated and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of this amazing offer that's available throughout the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's BetOnline, where the games start. All right, here we go. We got the New Orleans Saints on the clock now. And this is a team, really interesting situation because they are a team that's in need of a quarterback. Do they go more of the free agent route? Do they go back with Jameis Winston? I didn't think Jameis Winston was playing that well when he got hurt. Started off throwing a lot of touchdowns, but not much pro, pro production outside of that. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the Taysom Hill situation. What is he? He kind of looks shaky. He doesn't look like he's the long-term guy at the quarterback position. So I do think that this is the great opportunity for them to go after and get a quarterback. And you know what, man? I'm actually going to go and probably do something that most people probably aren't expecting. Mm, I'm going with Desmond Ritter here. I'm going with Desmond Ritter. All right. And, you know, we've talked about him potentially being more of a day two guy. But we also have talked about how quarterbacks sometimes get pushed up boards. So when you look at, you know, this situation here, I don't know, man. I just, I think they go with, I think that's who they go with. I think they they go with Desmond Ritter. And he's a guy who, he has the experience. He has the moxie. He plays well. He makes all the throws on the field. He has the athleticism. The tough thing is, I don't know if there's going to be a quarterback on the roster that he can come in and sit behind. So he might be a guy that has to come in and play right away. But with his experience coming out of Cincinnati and what he's done to this point, and we'll see him in the college football playoffs to see how he stacks up being on the mm-hmm. same field as a Bryce Young, who I've, I just heard someone say if Bryce Young was in this class, he'd be the number one overall pick, no doubt about it. So what does Desmond Ritter look like on the same stage as a quarterback that's that highly thought of? That's one thing that I want to see. But I have him going number 13 overall to the Saints. And if this were to come true, I think uh, Desmond Ritter is crying before he answers the phone because there's no better place for a guy who's had some accuracy issues that can iron out something mechanically, maybe somebody that has to deep dive into this quarterback to develop him. Where else do you want to go than with Sean Payton? This is like the, I think the perfect connection for Ritter. Good for him. And this one for the Los Angeles, I'm sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. I can't, I still can't get used to that. This is nearly as easy because they had a lot of strife this year. They went and tried to get a speed receiver. Obviously, that's blown up in their face because of the off-field issues. The organization itself is crumbling. If Mike Mayock is still in control there, I think this is maybe not as much of a slam dunk, but if 
if the Davis family is still running the show, the ghost of Al is whispering in the ears, speed kills everybody, go get him. This makes <laughs> no less sense than anything else, especially if you're going to hold on to uh, to Carr. And I think Jamison Williams will look pretty good in silver Ooh. and black. Yeah. Do you think they'll have any, you know, worries with how it'll work out? Not because of rugs. I'm not saying the situation off the field and all that, but just in the sense of kind of struggling to really get him the ball consistently. You know, that mm -hmm. was something that definitely was wasn't. I don't want to say it wasn't what I was expected because when I saw where rugs went, I'm like, eh, that doesn't make too much sense. So it never really <laughs> made sense. And they are different type of guys. I think Jameson is closer to what Carr had with Amari Cooper more of a pure separator right now, more of a run after catch guy. And he definitely has the speed, but I don't think that people think when they, the first thing they think of James uh, uh, Williams, I don't think the first thing they think of is it's his speed, right? It's, it's just his game in general. So he's closer to a guy yeah. like Amari Cooper. And I think that will, I think that'll work for him. So I like that pick for the Raiders, not high at all. That was who I was thinking of for the Saints. And I was actually going to go that route, especially with everything that's going on with Thomas and, you know, just the receiver position in general. But that quarterback position, man, it just sometimes <laughs> it gets a little gets a little elevated. All right. So we got pick 15. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock. And this is a team. I mean, we talked about needing a quarterback. This would probably be a perfect situation for a guy like Desmond Ritter, because mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, you look at their situation with Ben Roethlisberger and what's going on there. It just isn't it. So, you know, right now they have Dwayne Haskins backing up Ben Roethlisberger. We'll see if he's there for another year. But, again, a, potentially a bit of a reach. But we're going quarterback. And we're going Malik Willis. And for a class that isn't as deep at the quarterback position and not as highly thought of, we still have quarterbacks kind of flying off the board. So that's the fourth quarterback. And I, I kind of I, – I like to fit – I like pairing Willis with – Mike Tomlin, the head coach there, and they are a team that wants to play more smash mouth, lean on the run game. You have a good running back there to help bring him along. You got terrific receivers. He definitely likes to throw the ball downfield. I was watching him Saturday night against Eastern Michigan, just throwing balls down the field, bombs away. I think he'll fit in with what the Pittsburgh Steelers want to do and what they have there as pass catching options. I like the fit, and you're right. That is a lot of quarterbacks for this class that we we understand is – is underpowered but this is the nature of being high in the draft is you have to fill that position and just like every other year i think some of these guys are going to get pushed up maybe not as high as we're taking them today we'll have to see how that all works out and who steps ahead but there are a number that will be there and another team that needs a quarterback right behind them who's going to be the future in denver is Russ going to actually make it there? That's the big question because I think that will be the primer for the, the entire offseason, not just for the Seahawks, but for the Denver Broncos. And so I'm not sure there's anybody here that I could pull the trigger on at this point at 16. I thought maybe you were going to go Carson Strong for Pittsburgh because the, the similarities, the, the easy carryover, I think I would call that. Yeah. But for me, especially if Vic Fangio has gotten himself enough Enough success to get another year. I think that kind of changes the script. And at this point, I think probably what they need, the departure uh, of Von Miller certainly hurts. I don't know if there's another edge here that they're going to consider. I don't think I will. Nothing against Trayvon Walker. I think he's he's in a pretty good spot, but I don't know that I have him this high. So I think they look to secure the middle. 
make it that much harder for anybody to do anything up the middle on them. And they take Jordan Davis and they plug him in and mm. they never look back. I like it. Get that big plugger up there in the middle. We got the Cincinnati Bengals on the clock now at pick 17. And we're staying with the the line, staying in the trenches. But we're going in a different direction on the offensive side of the ball. When I look at the Bengals, there were a lot of people that expected them to potentially go with uh, Sewell at mm-hmm. offensive tackle with, with pick number five overall in the 2021 draft class. They didn't go with Sewell. They did draft a guy in the second round. But right now, we're going to, you know, let's protect our quarterback a little bit more. Let's be able to keep our quarterback upright. So I'm going with Charles Cross here, the tackle out of Mississippi State. I like it. Now, he, was he your favorite takeaway from the from last week of the tackles yeah. you watched? He to okay. me, when I think of a offensive tackle and how well he moved in space, I thought he was an easy mover. He had good feet. I, you know, I thought just his anchor, you know, his pass set, all that stuff looked really good. Again, I would like to see him be a little nastier uh, with finishing off blocks, but just from a pure, you know, hey, go out there, you could be right tackle or left tackle. He could play both sides. There was a lot to like for Charles Cross, and I'd like to, you know, get him on that offensive line with Cincinnati Bengals and protect the quarterback, Joe Burrow. I like that plan. That makes a lot of sense to me, and they need a plan in Cleveland as well. Our last pick for today, folks, number 18 currently on this board, is a team obviously decimated by COVID right now. We don't even know when they're going to play this upcoming week. We'll get to that, but what can help them? Dolby J experiment is over. You have some guys stepping up in Peoples-Jones, who I, I really like his game and I like where it's going. But I think you have to have more firepower if you're going to keep Baker Mayfield around. And I know they have a decision coming. We don't have that answer yet. But should they roll with it? I think that they have to look to bolster him. And it comes down to what's the best weapon that you're going to have available to him. And it's going to be one of these wide receivers. I think it comes down, quite frankly, to either the big body Traylon Burks that we've seen do a number of things but might have some overlap with some of the guys that they have or can you get somebody that is a little bit more wired, that has a little bit more in-between ability to be a jack-of-all-trades? It comes down to the two Ohio State receivers for me. Is it Wilson is Olave? Mm. And I've seen people go back and forth, back and forth. And for my money, I think in that offense, I would like to see Wilson in. I think they will too. Oh, I like it. He he is dynamic. Now, I mean, heading into <laughs> and the I season, the wrong who one? would have thought <laughs> – you said you said what? I, I clicked the wrong one to get Malave, so just mark that down. It's actually Wilson. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so um, you know, who would have thought? You know, at the end of the or beginning of this season, that Olave would be the guy, or not even Olave Wilson, but I mean, they're not even the first guys. It's it's Wilson Williams out of out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. We weren't expecting that, right? But I think you know, a team at pick eighteen with really their pick of some legit dynamic receivers left and really whatever type of receiver it is that they want with whether it was, you know, Traylon Burks or Olave or Wilson, that's a good situation to be in. And we'll talk about more situations that a lot of these guys will be in on the next episode. We're going to talk more about this draft and we're going to dig into the playoff teams and do some mocks for these guys. Who ends up where there's some really talented receivers still left on the board? Who's the first one to come off in, um, in the next day? And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on, Ryan. I appreciate everybody that's listening. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. When you get done listening to this, please listen to, listen to Ryan Tracy's Locked On Chiefs. 
listen to Locked On 49ers. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On NFL Draft. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. 